0: some topics
1: yeah i mean you know that's why we do this podcast it's basically a conversation (laughs) it's basically a conversation
0: welcome back to another episode of living your best life
1: thank you guys for tuning in uh every single week to our wonderful podcast that we spend in exert so much energy making but it's always in good it's always in good spirits i enjoy doing this
0: yeah me too i love doing it honestly i look forward to our podcast
1: makes me feel famous
0: if you are famous. I feel like
1: I'm. A, I feel like i like on a talk famous. show. Yeah, we made it.
0: Yeah, we we did make it.
1: <laughs> so, carry on about what you're. Yeah, back to
0: what I was talking about. Um, I feel like early on in me and Ahmed's relationship, um, I I was kind of more of. I felt like in a relationship, uh, a woman kind of needs to be like motherly, like you know, to t- to be like waify type. You have to be very motherly. You know, basically, like, if you're eating bad, you know, I tell you, oh, don't eat bad. Don't Mm -hmm. do this. And, like, I feel like with a lot of men, especially in the Arab community, the Muslim community mostly.
1: So you feel like the woman has to be motherly?
0: Yeah, I felt like that.
1: Uh, Oh, early on. Early
0: on, yeah. And uh, I felt like that would be acceptable for the men, too. Mm -hmm. Like, the men in a relationship has to be very, like, fatherly towards... um, his like wife, mm-hmm. where he needs to like always take care of her, kind of like mm-hmm. his own child. Mm-hmm. But I so I thought about this a uh, few weeks ago. But realistically, like I feel like you should be, I feel like you should be a, a mother and a father to your own kids. But in a relationship, you should keep it as a wife and husband thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're too motherly, too fatherly towards each other, I feel like that's when. Um, your significant other can feel like you're overpowering them, or like yes. th- it's like you're, you don't have trust in them. Like you're you're just like a baby. I feel like there's a way. Like for example, if you're eating unhealthy, not like I don't like it. I feel like there's a way to do it rather than like saying it in a way that you would say it to a child. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just my my issue is like I don't know. Maybe it's just a personality type, but I've always been. A type of person where if somebody is telling me or nagging me about something i just get really annoyed and i just don't want to do it anymore
0: yeah i feel like that's human nature i feel like a lot of people are like that.
1: yeah so it's like for me when when i'm getting nagged about something it doesn't make me want to change that thing it just makes me want to say you know deal with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
0: know? oh my god i learned that early on with ahmed because uh i remember we were me as soon as i turned to 16 I went to go get my G1, I went mm-hmm. to I went and got my license. I started driving when I was like in high school basically. Yeah. So me and Ahmed started talking um like end of grade 12, end of in like high school.
1: Mid grade 12. Yeah, mid grade 12. December.
0: And like, he still didn't even have his license, nothing. And like, I think two years into our relationship, he didn't have it mm-hmm. and it would bother me so much. Cause like,
1: Was it two years?
0: I think two years, yeah
1: yeah it was two years right
0: oh my god that was so so annoying yeah and like because me personally i can never like i don't know i hate depending on others so i couldn't like understand how you were like okay with uh, depending on other people to just drive you around or like well i wasn't i know you'd bus
1: yeah i mean I, i didn't mind busing because at that point i was just going to the gym like, that was when I was trying to compete in MMA. Yeah. So I was okay with just busing to the gym and busing back. So it gave me a, You know what? I'll, honestly, I don't regret it, too, because I noticed on the bus a lot of people just throw their headphones on, and they're just listening to music, so they're not really thinking. But I remember back in those days, I spent a lot of time thinking. I spent a lot of time visualizing because, obviously, when you're in a bus for, you know, we'll That's say two true. hours of the day, you're spending a lot of time just imagining, thinking, especially when I was deep into MMA. Like I would just visualize that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like my deep, like my my deeper thinking came from that period where I was just bussing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't really regret it, and it was just one of those things where it just there was no urgency for me. I didn't really care for it too much. But it wasn't until I actually started working and I was like, yo, I need to get around more places. And I was like, oh, you know what? It would be nicer if I did have my license.
0: Yeah, I think so also I, for me, I found it annoying because I used to be the one that would drive a lot. Mm. Would, like whenever we'd go out, i used to be twin, the one that drives mm. i don't know for some reason i don't like that i guess it's like a um uh, what's it called a stereotypical thing where like the men
1: <laughs> I, I don't i never gave a fuck about that i know
0: i did yeah, okay. yeah i mean
1: that's your problem i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean it makes sense as to why you were so like naggy about it but i don't know just for me there was no urgency i just didn't really care about it it wasn't something that was on my priority and you bringing it up all the time wasn't something that made me care about it mm-hmm. even more. It was, if anything, it was just like, shut up. Like, yeah. it was just like, leave me alone. So yeah, I don't know. For, for me, it was once I felt like I needed it, then I actually went for it and I went and got it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But because I felt like i never needed it, I just didn't really care for it. And it's funny. I ended up getting my G before you, <laughs>
0: Okay, only like a few weeks before.
1: <laughs> okay, then, this is, I've been driving since <laughs> high school. Maybe she's <laughs> acting all cool and shit. But, uh, no, I mean, honestly, I feel like I feel like you're right, though. In, in a relationship, it should be like, there should be, you should act as husband and you should act as wife. You know what I mean? Like, the husband yeah. should act as husband. The wife should act as wife. You know, Nip- Nipsey Hussle said something that's very interesting and it stood out to me. He's just like, as... As human beings, we're just experiencing each other. Mm
0: -hmm. We're
1: experiencing each other's souls, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. you and me two years ago are not the same people that we are now. You and me tomorrow are not the same people as we are right now. Mm -hmm. We're constantly evolving. And that's kind of what it means to be human is just a constant evolution of the mind and the soul and the body. You know? And it's crazy to think about because at this very second right now, life will never ever ever be like this ever again in terms of if you look at life in terms of everybody that's alive everybody that's breathing every everybody that's doing anything every everything in this world the way it's like the way that it's set up right now it will never repeat you know Mm -hmm. so it's just like You kind of have to learn to enjoy the moment a little bit.
0: Yeah, you truly do.
1: You know, and not focus so much on like trying to take advantage or trying to, you know, force people or trying to kind of mold people in the way you want them, but just kind of enjoying each other's company. And I think that's what it means to actually have a healthy relationship. It's just, first of all, you have to actually enjoy each other's company.
0: Yeah, that's true. enjoy you know? every moment of it yeah and i, mean, I feel like stop that, taking
1: it so seriously too
0: i notice with a lot of couples also you'll they'll get into a relationship and they know that person isn't what they want them to be but they're like okay this they're not what they're not what i like have as my standards but i'm gonna change them yeah and then they wait They 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 tell themselves okay they're not like this now i'm gonna wait till we get married and then they'll change
1: yeah, teaches teachers own to be honest with you i mean if, if that's and if that's what they want to do then no
0: they're... no no but wait so they wait until they get married to change and then what causes problems is that the fact that that person waited for to get married to live with that person to, to get them to change that causes the other person to react because they're like oh you were never like this before i feel like
1: you're talking about like a specific person i don't know what no, you're talking no, about this... like is there somebody that hurt like oh no i've actually yeah i've
0: actually I've, no this is actually a lot of i've heard a lot of stories like this with yeah. like women who no
1: it's true i'm just teasing you know you know
0: how a lot of women say that you don't really know someone until you marry them it's because the man doesn't really he, he's he doesn't act the same way
1: it's both he, yeah. i feel like, I feel like with, people,
0: with, yeah with women too actually
1: well it's with it's with humans actually, right with,
0: yeah with women too assignments they'll be like okay this I, i'm expecting him to change once we get married once we have kids yeah. and then they have a kid together and they're like And it's still the same shit. Yeah. That's why don't don't expect them to change. If you don't like the way they are now, they're like you can't really expect them to change.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you have to like the way they are now. It's true. Like
1: people, people like can change, but at the same time, it's like if if, but
0: you don't want to depend on that.
1: Yeah, like you can't you can't bet your cards like or you can't bet your life on the fact that this person might change.
0: Because you're doing yourself
1: a disservice because some people do change. But then some people don't. But why most don't, people don't.
0: Why don't you just go for someone that has every like all the standards that you're looking for? But sometimes
1: sometimes people like I think it's hard to to find somebody that has all the standards that you're looking
0: well, for. Well, obviously, like you're never gonna meet someone that's perfect. Mm. No, personally, like I feel like with you, you meet all of my standards. There's definitely like some things that you know, about him, you know, what that annoy are... me, what? <laughs> but it's like things that are tolerable, tolerable, you know, it's not things mm-hmm. that like, that, you know, trigger me. Yeah. It's but like th- think
1: about, think about when we first started talking, like there was a lot of things that just looking back at now, I know that you wouldn't tolerate now. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things about you that I think back at now. And I mm-hmm. would be like, well, if I, you know, if I was with you then as the, as the person that I am now. I wouldn't tolerate those things. So it's just like, I think to a certain degree, there is a certain element of change. And I think you're supposed to change and grow together.
0: But I don't think that
1: it has to be like, I don't think you should depend on change to be the thing that makes your relationship right. I think change should be a mutual thing that you guys do together. Yeah, It shouldn't be like once that person changes, the relationship will work. It's exactly. like no, if the relationship doesn't work before the change, exactly, then you guys aren't gonna grow and change together. Like, you guys are probably gonna grow apart. Exactly,
0: together. like with us, we were both mutual on the you know growing together mm-hmm. and um, you know um, basically growing together, yeah. <coughs> making changes together. We never yeah. grew apart. We just grew stronger together.
1: Yeah, and I think I think it started with us just enjoying each other's company enjoying Mm -hmm. each other's presence um, just genuinely enjoying each other Mm -hmm. you know like I think that's very important I think that that's one of the most important considerations I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's the only but I think that if it's like like I sometimes man I see a lot of like relationships like even me with my job I'm obviously dealing with a lot of couples that are coming to buy cars and it's just like it's very like almost feels like their relationship is like a job You know, it's like they have their position in the company and the husband has his position in the company. And it's just like they're just playing their positions. There's no humor to it. There's no life to it. There's no like fluidity. You know, it's very like, all right, John, uh, let's go home and have dinner with Timmy. And it's like there's no there's no life to it.
0: Yeah, it's like there's no it's nothing nothing spontaneous. It's very
1: it's not even it's very stuck up. Um, you know, it's almost like they have accepted that this is whatever. It's just a role that I'm playing, and you know, I'm mom, and that's dad, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We're just this is what we do, you know, this is who we are. There's no like fluidity to it. There's no. I guess you're you're right in the sense that like spontaneous is part of that. Yeah. But it's just it's even more than that because it's just they they become like like there's no humor in it. Yeah. There's no life in it.
0: I think I yeah. haven't saw a lot of couples that have kids.
1: Yeah, like, they don't even, like, you talk to them, and they don't even joke around with each other. Like, they don't even, and maybe it could be just in that situation where I'm talking to them. Yeah. Maybe you never know what they're like at home. But it just seems so uptight to me, and it's just, I look at that, and I'm just like, how, like, how is that sustainable? Mm-hmm. You know, like, the first thing that, you know, obviously, compatibility is very important when it comes to relationships, but so is like, just being able to laugh together, just being able to, like, think about it. When we're chilling together, we're just laughing over the dumbest shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, when, when we go out, you can catch us in the corner, like, doing some stupid shit. And, mm-hmm. like, if somebody sees us, like, like oh the like, these people do? it, But yeah, we're just weirdos. laughing our asses <laughs> off, you know? And I think that's very important to have. Like, yeah. I think you need to be able to just enjoy each other's company and, and like each other's personality.
0: I think a part of that also is um, the... Maybe um, I think like a lot of people, the way they grow up is the fact that they have the responsibility that they're, you know, old, like they have, they have kids. They're basically um, a parent. Mm -hmm. As a parent, they have the responsibility to be like very serious, I Mm -hmm. guess. So they don't really allow themselves to be childish. I feel like it's very important to still remain remain that inner child in you. I feel like it's even healthy for your kids. Yeah, to so, like so. be very childish with them. Also, you know, like laugh with them. Be very playful.
1: Also, I think I think it's uh, a lot of people they identify with the things that they that they that they do. So, like, if you look at like a mom, that's that's their identity. I'm a mm-hmm. mom. Like, that's who I am.
0: You yeah, know what I mean? that's true. They're not
1: like like they're 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 no longer they're no longer like deborah <laughs> you know, yeah that's mom
0: <laughs> that's true i feel like a lot of moms go through that
1: yeah and it's like they stop being who they are they're just mom now
0: yeah
1: you know they're not they're not f- like they're not who they really genuinely are deep inside
0: yeah
1: it's like you know when i become a dad i'm not like i'm not gonna look at it like oh, i'm playing the role of dad it's like, no, I'm Ahmed, and I have this little piece of shit that I have to raise. And
0: <laughs> piece of shit?
1: <laughs> I hate him already. He's already a disappointment.
0: <laughs> no, what? Doing. But I
1: have this little this little being that I have to raise, and this little being is essentially going to be raised by me, not me as a dad. But I
0: hope you're not calling a piece of shit <laughs> in his face. <laughs> no, nah, I
1: always say that behind his back. Wow. <laughs>
0: no,
1: but in all seriousness, in, in, no, in all, serious, in all seriousness, it's just one of those things where, like, I feel like if more people just became themselves or just just be yourself, even with your kids, I think that that will benefit them a lot.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: instead yeah. of trying to play this role, just, you know, be yourself. Like, How would you react in certain situations and just react in those situations, like, react in those ways? Yeah. Like, you don't have to act as if you're this, like, prototypical dad or this yeah. prototypical mom. You know, there's not something that you have to live up to. You just have to live up to yourself. You have to be yourself. And I think that kids will develop more so in that. Like if you look at Will Smith, for example. Uh-huh. Like you look at the way, like you never know what happens behind closed doors. But like just the way he is with no, his from, kids. Yeah, from
0: what we see. It's, from the public, it's, Yeah. It's, it's just great. like
1: that's Will Smith. And he is chilling with his sons. And he's raising them.
0: Yeah. It's not
1: like, oh, a dad and his son. And he's disciplined. It's just like, yeah. no. He's just being he himself. with
0: them. Yeah. And
1: he, like his spirit is enough to essentially raise a child and essentially inspire that child and uplift that child and direct that child. And I think that's what we have to do as human beings is that our job is to try to guide as many people in, in, in the best way possible. And even as husband and wife, you know, I think that it's our job to each other or it's our duty to each other to just constantly try to guide each other to the right and best ways. Without yeah. stepping on each other's feet. But sometimes stepping on each other's feet. Because sometimes that's what that's what's needed. Okay, so it's just so, about it's so, about being fluid.
0: Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? It's not about being stuck up. Like, oh, I can't ever offend you. or oh, okay. I love you, but I'll never offend you. But it's also not like, oh, I'm just going to shit on you every single time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just fluidity. It's just about reading the moment. So trusting my, yourself. So am
0: I allowed to step on you when you eat Twinkies? Because you eat way too many.
1: Okay, listen. Don't ever... Bring Twinkies into this conversation, <laughs> right?
0: Is that like something that like you'll never like give up? Is that I like eating
1: junk food, man. All right, I like eating sweet food. It makes me happy, and you know, I mean, once I start working out, like I understand your frustration now because I'm being very, I'm, I'm like a fat. You're like right so now.
0: reckless. so I'm, eat. I'm eating
1: garbage, and I'm like not only that, I'm not even training or working yeah. out or anything like that. But I'm going to start. I'm going to get back into boxing tomorrow. Good. So. Because of that, I will uh, eat whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> as long as I exercise and get it out of the system. What? <laughs> yeah, but no, and like the way I look at it is the way I look at it is just people have an identity issue. And I think that that's what it comes down to, even in relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's why people say, like, oh, you never know somebody until you marry them, is because when you marry them, they become somebody new. Because they have to live up to that identity, mm. you know, whereas they're not being themselves. Like with us, if we're being ourselves, then we're going to be ourselves when we're married, when we're old, when we're young, when we're, exactly. you know, what I mean? because we're constantly being genuine and transparent. And it's it's like we're c- constantly figuring out who we are as human beings. But at the same time, at the core level, we're, we have a foundation built of mm-hmm. like, OK, this is what I believe in. This is who I am. And this is what you believe in. This is who you are. I understand you and I hope that you understand me. And that way we can kind of maneuver life together in a way where it's like we're doing this as a team. I know your strengths and your weaknesses. You know my strengths and my weaknesses. And we can make each other stronger. And I think that that's very important because if if you're not doing that, then you're just kind of trying to live up to this role where your mom and I'm dad or mm-hmm. your husband or your wife, <laughs> your wife <laughs> I'm husband. <laughs> your wife and I'm and I'm and I'm a husband. And your daughter.
0: I mean?
1: <laughs> 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 and and I'm husband. So it's just like um, because of that, it just makes you feel like, you know, you have to live up to this thing and you have to be something that you're not. You know, oh, I have to be this 9-to-5 worker. Oh, how is how is the office, Billy? And, like, you just get sucked into this whole, like, pretend life.
0: That's like, true. I think about,
1: it, like, I, I mean, sometimes I'm just at work and I catch myself. I'm just like, yo, what is this pretend life that I'm living? You know what I mean? Like, showing up to the office, hey, how are you? You know, like, mm-hmm. you want to buy a car for me? Like, I don't care about that. Like, if you cut me down, like, if you slice me in half and you go to the core of Ahmed, yeah, I don't care about any of that shit.
0: But you know, there's a there's a purpose behind your job, purpose behind what you're doing. Yeah,
1: I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's pointless.
0: Yeah. But well, what it's I'm it's saying the core is, of it. <laughs> yeah,
1: at the core of it, I I don't care about like none none of this shit really matters. Mm-hmm. But it's like about figuring out how to relate these things to your core, like to your the things that you really really want in yeah. life, which is freedom, which is happy, like you know uh, whatever your goals are you know whatever your deepest goals are your main reasons why and then it's just like when you're able to kind of link that to what you're doing in life mm-hmm. then i feel like you can be a little bit more happier you can kind of be yourself a little bit more
0: yeah and
1: i think that that's why i can show up to work every morning and have a good attitude is because i understand that what i'm doing is linked to my purpose
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah, what i mean and- it
1: may not be my purpose but it's somehow linked to it and it's going to get me to my you know what i mean that's kind of how i look at it
0: yeah you know it's funny some people would look at um uh, i look at money as freedom like me and you and mm-hmm. the other people would look at money as being oh. trapped i yeah. think i think people who look at money as being uh, trapped is are people who look at the people who work like a full-time jobs that they don't like because they're looking at that and they're saying okay these people are making money but they're they're waking up every day, forced to go to a job to make the money and they don't yeah. even like it. Yeah. I think that's why they're like not appealed by the idea of like making money and working. Yeah. But I feel like it's very important for everyone to understand that it's possible yeah. for everyone to make money doing what they love mm-hmm. and, you know, making, making, a, building multiple streams of income. And that's what's really gonna make you free.
1: I, I think also a lot of people have misinformation about money. A lot of people don't understand it. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't understand. Growing it, up, what me, it takes. me and you did. I, I f- personally didn't.
0: Really? No, yeah. but like
1: I don't know how to make money until I no, started actually how, educating that's, myself. That's what I'm at. Oh, like yeah, you did it wrong.
0: like me and you. I remember when we first um, started this like whole personal development yeah. um, journey. Remember, we, uh, remember you got me to get a piece of paper and write down all of my, um, everything that I think money was at a mm-hmm. young age mm-hmm. and like switch it, yeah, switch my mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, what was that?
1: Like, it was like money is the root of all evil tapes, yeah, shit, like, shit like, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff is very important because we don't, if
0: it's rooted inside your mind, it's gonna really you have to s- revisit it. Yeah, you have to revisit it and reword it because that shit's going to haunt you. It's going to stop you from making money because at the back of your mind, you're going to be like, okay, but it's the root of all evil. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think misinformation about money is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people are, you know, against the idea of making money. You know, it's just I think it's very important to educate yourself on how to earn money, how to make money. And even if you don't want to be like a gazillionaire, even if you don't want to be like whatever, you're not you're not super ambitious, where you want to reach like the next level, the next heights, it's still important to understand, you know, what it means to make money, what it means to, you know, earn it, you know, because a lot of people think it's like you're trading time for money. And I mean, that's possible. And you, a lot of people do that, but there's also a way to essentially trade essentially money for time. Which is once you start making your money work for you, and you free up your time, where you're not constantly tied up to these things, to tied up to a workload or a work schedule. Mm. A lot of people are making millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, let's say, just through like what like stuff that they they're not essentially required to be there for. You know, essentially they're just sleeping or chilling or traveling, and they're making money and just through the internet through multiple ways or businesses or through stuff like that
0: we honestly live in such a fortunate like time too yeah like truly such a fortunate time where mm-hmm. we're able to make money online mm-hmm. like we can literally make money in our sleep i feel like it's so accessible to everyone yeah. whereas back in the day it wasn't like that
1: yeah and i think it's important to constantly revisit your beliefs you know and that's why every like every once in a while i do read a reflection just mm-hmm. about like a certain topic that i have in mind like whatever it is that I feel like talking about or thinking about, I just get, grab a pen, you know, write on a, on a blank sheet of paper, just everything that I think, you know, whether it's about like money, whether it's about, uh, you know, different ideas that I have or visions for the future, just whatever it is. I just kind of revisit it, reword it, like you said, and essentially build like a new perception of those things, mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't realize that like some ideas they're holding on to from when they were kids. There's yeah, a lot of things exactly. like, like, think about this for a second. Do you remember as a kid, your parents telling you that it's illegal to turn on the light inside of your car? Like, did they ever tell you yeah, that? Yeah, they told me. They told me, like, my parents told me No, that I
0: too. never do it.
1: And a lot of people, a lot of people, um, like, a lot of people still believe that it's illegal to turn on the light. I actually
0: thought it was to, to a certain point. I think. But, but that's what I'm I saying. I learned that a few years ago. But,
1: but that's what I'm saying. Like, think about the amount of ideas similar to that. That are about more important things that we're still holding on to, and we we're like, oh, wait, wait what? That's wrong, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just about like uncovering these things, okay? Realizing that, hey, this is actually not right. Let me just update my fucking, you know, you update your MacBook, you update your iPhone, update yeah, your update brain your a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's your true. Thoughts. There's
0: a lot of shit that's been damaged probably from. <laughs> A lot of shit that you've heard back in the day that's engraved in your mind yeah. deep down. And, like, these things that you don't understand why you do the things you do. Yeah. But it's pro- most likely because someone told you something at a young age. Yeah, and you and-
1: habitualized it.
0: Yeah exactly.
1: yeah, exactly. 100%. And you know what, dude? It's like you said it earlier. You said it's, it's not even about the money. And I, I agree with you in the sense that, like, I've made a little bit of money. And then I made a whole lot of money. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, the difference between the two, like, it just, it's so, it wasn't what I thought it was. You know what I mean? Like, I thought, I thought reaching a certain amount earned per month
0: yeah.
1: was going to be like, okay, because I used to write this down in my goal book. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to make this much in, in a month. I'm going to make this much in a month.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw this in your, uh <laughs> in your journal yeah. this morning.
1: And then I made it. And then it's I'm just like, like
0: it, was, it doesn't really make a big difference.
1: Yeah. And there's like, for me, it's like, I, cause what I'm running away from is that like fear of like, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had this fear of like, you know, one day everything's going to fall apart. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, one day I'm going to like, everything's going to like, I'm going to be in a situation where I am just in over my head and that's my fear. That's what drives me. So I try to like learn as much as possible, try to equip myself with the right, like intelligence to handle situations with the courage, with everything. But this is driven by a fear of like failure. You know, that's my fear. My fear is failing. Oh. You know, and it's it's I'm handling it. I'm working on just avoiding that.
0: Yeah, because there's nothing to fear from
1: failure. Failure is yeah. really well. I mean, the the you know the 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 thing we should fear is fear itself, because the fear of failure is worse than failure itself, and that's what I realized.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I would
1: rather fail than be afraid of failing, because yeah. when I fail, I can just move on and learn from the lessons. But then, when I'm yeah. when I'm afraid of it, I'm just paralyzed like a fucking deer in headlights. But the point of me essentially saying that is this. The difference between me making nothing and me making the the target that I was essentially working towards for the past year, it was like, I I didn't feel the security that I thought I was going to feel. And I realized that maybe the security isn't in the money but the security is in yourself. Like you have to essentially, as you move up in terms of the, the eco sociological like spectrum, in terms of your finances, in terms of your, um, in terms of just like the money that you have, you essentially change the way you think. And by changing the way you think, you're also changing the way you handle life. And because of that, The more money that you have, essentially, it's like a measuring stick by your competence in your field. So when your competence reaches a certain point, so does your finances. So when your finances is high, that means your competence in that field is high. So when you're competent in something, that means you can handle something. That means you can handle situations. And that's why you're making money, because obviously you're being compensated for your competence, So because of that, it's like you feel better. And I thought that once I reached that level of competence, it was going to be like, oh, well, life is easy now. And like everything makes sense. And I'm just good. And I'm not scared anymore. And there's no fear. And there's no this. But it's like you realize that that's not the case. Because life is just an ongoing battle. Life is just an ongoing cycle of just improvement. Mm -hmm. Always trying to improve yourself and get better and become a better version of who you are or who you were or what you are or what you want to be just constantly improve and just you know try to reach the next level and I think that that's what it's all about so I mean I when people say money isn't everything typically I say fuck you but (laughs) I get
0: no, I don't think I don't think it's but, everything, but it it can help a lot.
1: Yeah, but like when you when somebody says money is everything, I hate the psychology behind it. But it's true that money is not everything. It's not. You know because it's it's, it's in
0: your mindset. Yeah, because mindset it's not
1: meant to be everything. It's just a tool. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like it's like being a construction worker and saying, you know, well hammers don't matter. Well, it's like okay, but when you need a hammer, it's nice to have a fucking hammer, right? You know, it's yeah. just, like, it's just, that's kind of how, like, it's not, obviously, it's not everything, but it's not meant to be everything. Money doesn't bring you happiness. Well, it's not meant to bring you happiness. It's meant to bring you food. It's meant to bring shelter. It's meant to bring you freedom.
0: You yeah. Know? It's not
1: meant to make you smile. It's not the purpose of it. If yeah, you want to smile, not. go watch a comedy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's just, true. That's not the point of it. So it's just, like, when, when I look at it like that, it's just, like.
0: But it, it could bring happiness in the sense of, like, if you don't have a house. If you're yeah. homeless and you have money, you're finally able to live in a house. It's like, it gives you comfort, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like that's what money gives you. It gives you comfort. It gives you security. It gives yeah. you f- more freedom.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that that's its purpose. And a lot of people yeah. miss that. And they mistake it for like, oh, money's supposed to solve everything.
0: Yeah. But it's
1: not. And it's like, I realized that, man. Like, well, as soon as I reached the target, I just thought to myself, like, whoa, I reached the target. Pat myself on the back a little bit. Then I was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm um so i guess life really is a bitch you know what i mean like <laughs> it just makes you like think that like
0: that's why if you're not happy in the moment um you're never gonna be happy yeah and
1: i feel like that's why a lot of people get depressed like especially celebrities and stuff like that when they reach their goals and they make it so high and it's like they fall it's because they realize that it's
0: not the really- thing that
1: they were chasing is not going to bring them
0: the happiness. Them. It's
1: dumb. It's like, it's all within you. Yeah. And that's why they say like, make the most of what you have with what you've got type of thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Like true. just make the most of it right now in the moment, right now, just like
0: that's
1: try to, it's a waste that's, of
0: life to not do that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's why I love your advice. When you're kind of like, when I was going through my shit and you're just like, yo, just, you got to enjoy the moment man. take a chill pill like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you just live in the moment, enjoy it. Just be happy. This is the process. You're, you know, we never think of this, but like this exact, like the the world that we live in this very second will never be the same ever again. Yeah,
0: I remember uh, when I was on, when I went to Lebanon. Remember, like literally every single moment I was there, I'm just like, man, I'm never gonna relive this moment twice. Yeah. Like every time I go visit there, it's always different, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow. Even like like on an everyday basis, but mm-hmm. just there, I'm just like, well, I'm really never gonna relive this exact yeah. moment twice. Let me like really like taking everything, let me appreciate everything around me and like to mm-hmm. make the most out of it.
1: Yeah. And it's I sometimes I think of that like with, with my dad. You know, like sometimes I think back uh when he was alive and just moments where I could have been in the moment a little bit more. Yeah. As opposed to being distracted by like a million other things. Um and it's just it makes you think that there's actually like It's important to be in the moment. Yeah. Because you're going to miss out on some shit that's going to die. You know what I mean? Some people that are no longer going to be here. Some situations that are going to be gone. Some opportunities are that are going to disappear.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: some failures that are going to teach you something. And if you're ignoring all these things and they're just going to waste. You know what I mean? It's like it's very important because I look back at it and I'm just like, oh, I wish. Like, you know, because I still remember the last day that I spent with my dad. You know, and I, I always said to myself, like, I wish I didn't use my phone so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I was just in the moment a little bit more. I wish I I wish I wish could have just sat there and just looked at him, you know, and like had a conversation and heard him laugh and, you know, just went back and forth with him. But it's like you look at that and you don't realize that that's going to be your last time doing that.
0: Yeah, you really never know. Same thing. Um, the whole living in the present thing i learned from Ed Cartoli um on super soul by oprah um he was saying something as simple as walking down the stairs be very present as you're walking down the, down the stairs like every step you take be present feel the way like un, like feel your foot touching the floor as it's like like uh, that's a, that's a very extreme way of going is, no but um the whole point of it, like, realistically, imagine you woke up one day and you couldn't walk anymore. Mm. You would look back at all those moments. Imagine, like, you, like, overlooked every day where you you walked. Like, you didn't really appreciate it. Like, at least that makes it, makes it better. Like, you know, you, you actually appreciated you were in the moment every single time you walked. Mm. Imagine every single time you did something, you are present because yeah. you don't know if you're going to do it again.
1: Yeah, of course. But so I mean, it just I mean, makes it
0: a lot better. It's it, like, wow, you know, I really made the most out of everything. Yeah.
1: But it's like, the way I look at it is, is life is also about balance. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm in the present, but I also understand that the future is one day going to be my present. Yeah. You understand? So it's like, when I look at my future, I'm thinking of it as, that's going to be my present one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be my now. Because I'm going to go to the future and I'm going to create the situation for myself yeah. and I'm <laughs> in it and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I think it's important to balance it out a little bit more because sure. if you're too comfortable with the present, then you're going to get left behind because yeah. the present becomes the past and the future becomes the present. You yeah, know and I a mean? lot of
0: people were actually questioning him based off of that. They're like, okay, okay, we live in the present. We do all this. But like, what about ambition? What about like reaching your goals? Like if you're if you're trying to do something for your future self, is, is that like not like being present? Mm-hmm. And he said, there's a way to do it. So I think the way to do it is, like, when you're doing something for your future self, to just be present, in it, <laughs> basically. Um,
1: to be honest with you, dude, like, uh, I I I like that podcast. Uh, on it was really group. good. It was, that was good. That was
0: the best, like.
1: And I'm sure, I'm sure series. he's like, uh, he, this dude is a very smart guy. Yeah. But it's like not everybody that says something is, just, you know, right. You know, like maybe he's right for his life or his uh-huh. world or his type of person. Or his type of character or his type of personality
0: I think there's but a lot to like, learn from that though
1: there is but it's like for me personally like I'm not about like I'm not like 50 the, the get rich or die Try movie yeah like something that stood out to me with that movie when we were watching it this morning was this was an individual who was so sick of his situation mm-hmm. instead of telling him to live in the moment how could you tell him to not work hard for the future you know what That's I mean true. like like this guy made something of himself by working hard to get himself out of the present to put himself into the future and to live a life that he enjoys and now he's very successful very wealthy but it's like if I were to go to that kid and say hey kid you know like I understand that you know you live in a poor family and you guys you don't have enough to eat mm. like live in the moment
0: mm, yeah it doesn't work
1: but it's like it's like okay. I well, wouldn't
0: really give that advice to someone like that.
1: Yeah, it's a, but like I get it in the sense that it's like I'm sure he looks back at those days. Yeah. And says like, oh, you know, those were good times, or he maybe has some good memories and.
0: Yeah, I feel like even the worst times when you look back, it's kind of like.
1: Yeah, it's know. like for me too. Like sometimes I look back at like my high school days, and there's a few good memories that I that are that I have from then, and it's like I look back at it, and it's like, oh, I wish I enjoyed it more. You know, yeah. I wish I could, like Drake says, like, I wish I can go back, not to change anything, but just to live things twice or something like that. Like, yeah, anyways, like,
0: it's true. It's we
1: true. I get it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, there's a balance between living in the moment and like being in the moment. I feel like, cause I feel like you don't want to, I personally don't like living in the moment, but I like being in the moment because yeah, I moment. appreciate it. But then I'm also like partially living in the future because there's some things that I want and. I like you, to go there.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? And it's like in going there, I feel like I get closer to that. And then one day that's going to be my life and that's going to be who I am.
0: Yeah. You know? There's and like it, little things you can do every single day that can add up to getting yeah. you to… But
1: it's like, tough because a lot of people are never grateful. I, I, sorry, not not grateful. They're never satisfied. And mm-hmm. for a long time, I think that that was the issue that I was having when you were telling me yeah, to be a little bit a little bit more in the moment. Because I was never satisfied because I would make… I'd reach my 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 financial target, and I just wasn't satisfied. I'd reach my you know goal and work, and I just wasn't satisfied. I'd do something that like I've been trying to do or wanting to do for a while, but I just didn't feel satisfied. If you were like
0: that for the rest of your life, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, you would probably never be satisfied. Yeah, you're gonna die. You're probably gonna pass away, and you're gonna be like, damn, like I was never satisfied in my life. Yeah,
1: and it's like you're constantly chasing after something. And it's good to do that, but it's also good to just be like, hey, you know what, man? Like, yo, you did good.
0: Yeah. You deserve a pat if, on the back. Yeah, pat yourself on the you back. We'll c- c- celebrate your wins. But it's
1: also like, don't be so fucking lenient on yourself, man. I feel like a lot of people are very lenient on it. So I think it's important to also be hard on yourself, too. So, like, I'm uh, my own worst critic. Like,
0: Yeah, that's true. I think we all are. Uh, most no, of the time.
1: No, I think a lot of people are not. I think a lot of people are, like, always looking for excuses. You know, like they won't always want like the justification, you know. So it's like if if somebody says like, oh, you know, like John did a shitty work, uh, shitty job at work. John will come out and be like, uh, no, well, I was sick, or oh, well, it was a dead, it was a dead, uh, it was a dead day, and there was nobody uh coming in, or you know, well, you yeah,
0: tell me how
1: you would do if you were sick, or tell me how you do if your mom just that. It's like, okay, bro, just you know, sometimes yeah. you have to just accept. Maybe not even accept criticism, but, like, look yourself in the mirror. And I feel like, like it's
0: really hard for everyone. I'm not – like, I'm fucked up.
1: Like, I, I fucked up. Like, I fucked this up. It wasn't anybody else, but it was me. I fucked up. Yeah, you have up. to
0: take responsibility. It's my
1: fault. And a lot of people don't do that enough because it's like, to them, it's scary to admit defeat because
0: they if feel- they admit
1: defeat, then they feel like that they're not good enough. And That's it's true. scary to not be good enough because you cannot be good enough in this world.
0: That's true. I think I learned that myself, too. Um, I like i'm not the kind of person that people used to criticize a lot when i did get criticized Mm. i would get offended (laughs) yeah but i learned to like you know um take criticism and take responsibility for it Mm. and uh you know just learn from it and grow from it yeah
1: i think it's important man i think that that's a very valuable skill just to to develop thick skin a lot of people like you know myself included when i say a lot of people i'm sometimes I, like I, for the most part i am talking about myself yeah. as well because i went through this it's just like you're always looking for the justification you know like i'm not this because x reason because y reason because this reason because that you know like you're always looking for something to kind of like throw it off to and mm-hmm. you're the victim in the situation you know where it's like when you actually kind of decide to take control of your life, you start looking for ways that you take the responsibility for everything.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like I'm not good enough and that's why I'm not where I want to be. And that's much better than saying the world is unfair and that's why I'm not where I want to be because you can't do anything about the world, but you can change yourself.
0: Yeah. Or also there's a different way of wording that where you say I'm good enough and I'm able to become even better yeah yeah
1: i get yeah yeah right it's,
0: yeah.
1: i mean it's about your character it's about your personality that's true whatever works you know? for you just i feel like for me personally like i'm the type of guy that's like
0: i'm a piece of shit i gotta do better me no, i'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm not like
1: that I'm, just, I'm the type of guy that's like i'm very um i'm competitive yeah you know and i got fired you
0: up with yourself
1: I, yeah i get fired up about that shit and i'm just yeah. like yo like i mean you're really gonna let this like this is how it's gonna be this is who you are. Yeah. Like there was that period like just earlier this month where like this month I had my best financial month, but one of my worst performance month. And it was very like, it was, a, I was in a weird predicament because I, I was not hitting the targets that I wanted to in terms of like sales, but like I was getting nice paychecks. Mm-hmm. So I was like pissed off because I wasn't getting my sales targets. And then I was like getting these fat paychecks and I'm just like, oh it's so hard to be mad right now
0: <laughs> you know I mean? yeah it's so funny because like, you started you... off you started off not thinking it's a good month and then you come and then it's like the end of the month you get this fat paycheck you're I know, like I'm oh like, what I, I've,
1: I've made the most i've ever made in the target that i've been aiming for my i like, know just <laughs> like a long ass time
0: i know but it's
1: like at the same time i look at that and i'm just like i take responsibility for the reason as to why i wasn't where I want to be. You know, I take responsibility for not being at the point where it's like, I was doing good in terms of performance.
0: Mm-hmm. I wasn't
1: going to make up any excuses. That's so right. what I did was I looked at, okay, what am I doing wrong? And I realized that it's just like as much as for as positive as you try to be, you realize that negativity finds its way in sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's like, you always got to detox it. So it's like, what I did was I detoxed it. Cause I found out that I was experiencing some, some negative thoughts and what I was doing was I was competing with or I was comparing myself with a lot of these other people that I was working with.
0: Yeah. And
1: I seen them doing well. So that when my Yeah, I feel
0: like that's when you felt like you weren't doing well. Yeah.
1: So it's like I was watching them do well. And then, you know, the 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 few times where like let's say I didn't close a deal, I would amplify it. Mm-hmm. So because it was amplified, now it's like, oh shit, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. And then it's like every time I wouldn't close a deal, that would amplify even more and it would just get louder and louder and louder. Yeah. By the end of it, it was just like, that's all I heard. just like, yo, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough.
0: That's so true. I went like a
1: week selling one car. And then I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on with me? And then I changed my entire perception. We had a talk. like It was like a little mastermind session. Yeah. We talked about it. And I was just like, yo, just, you know what, man? Like compare yourself to yourself.
0: Yeah, because I learned that from my own business. Obviously, you, you know when you're in the beauty business, beauty industry, um, there's so many other, pe- there's so much competition around you. So many other people doing the exact same thing you're doing. But uh, I feel like when you're always creeping on other people, always looking at what they're doing, it's gonna hold you back. It's gonna discourage you from doing. I mean, for some people, it might make them work harder yeah. and do um, and get more clients or whatever. But honestly, it's not a positive tactic. I feel like I grew the I grew my account the most, grew my business the most. Um, the more I focused on myself, the more yeah. I was like very centered on my my yeah. own thing because. I created I made it into my own thing. Yeah. And it's
1: like, dude, that week when I sold one car, I was very deep into that mindset. The following week I changed my entire mindset and I sold five cars just in that one week. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like as soon as you change your mindset, like you don't even have to even get better. It's just your mindset. Like as soon as you change your mindset, it changes everything for you. Yeah. And it's like I noticed that. I noticed these little things where it's like, dude, this it's all about it's all about like Changing your perception of things. And as soon as you change your perception on things, you can actually change the results that you're getting in your life. You know? What?
0: I have to sneeze.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying I have a booger in my nose. or something. No. I thought you were, like, pointing at that.
0: No, no way.
1: (laughs) Honestly, like, it's, it's crazy seeing that just firsthand, like, watching myself, okay, go through the slump and then getting myself out of it. It's like, dude, there was periods in that time Where I was just like, yo, I want to fucking quit this job. This is not what I want to do with my life. Why am I even here? Fuck it. Let me just quit. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, yo, Ahmed, if you can get through this like negative mindset, like think about how much stronger you're going to be once you bounce back. Like this this is some shit that's like priceless. You can't even put a price tag on it. And while all this was going on, I bounced back. And in addition to that, I get the highest paying month that I've had in my entire life. And it's like, I look at that. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I look at that and I'm just I'm blown away by it because all you need is a little bit of resilience. And it's hard to say that to somebody that's going through the shit. But it's like just trust yourself.
0: Yeah, that's trust your
1: strength, man. Trust your strength. Trust your durability. Trust that you can sustain. Trust that you have the power to like carry on and carry the burden. No matter how heavy you think it is, or how heavy it feels, or how scary it is, scary it is. Just trust that you can keep moving forward and keep moving forward, you know, like become a respectable person, respect yourself, trust yourself, move on, keep going, st- take a step forward. And then from there you just, you realize that like, you know, you make it closer, you yeah, get there.
0: That's true. You know,
1: it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing to realize that like, your hard work pays off it's such a rewarding feeling there's nothing more like it And that's all i think about when i'm going through like a tough situation and that's why it's hard to be in the moment sometimes man because sometimes the moment is so bad that being in that moment will actually make you want to like jump off a bridge and the yeah. only thing that gets you through the moment is looking at the future and being in the future
0: yeah no i the act the uh, actor totally was actually saying even when you're in a bad state you should be in the moment i don't know what this maybe there's a psychology behind that i never really looked into that part but i feel like it's really good to do like it for regardless. me per,
1: for, for me personally it's, i'm not like i'm not saying run away from it or ignore your, yeah i think your, th- i your, think
0: that's where it comes from like
1: yeah.
0: be, be in the moment even like in your bad state because that's when you can organize your thoughts more maybe
1: yeah but it's like for me personally like I remember literally being in the moment and like going through that whole negative dilemma in my mind yeah and I remember thinking like okay Ahmed like you're gonna get through this yeah and once you get through this you're gonna realize how much stronger you are because you went through this mindset and it's like Mm. you're conditioning your mind right now
0: yeah oh and also I feel like when you're in the moment even during a bad period of time, um, most of the time when you're going through something, you're thinking about something that happened in the past, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not really in the moment. You're not mm. really mad in the moment. You're mad about something that just happened a few minutes ago, or something yeah. something that happened a week ago. Yeah. So that's. But
1: that's I, awesome. I mean, I mean, at the same time, it's like I don't know. Like you, can, you kind of have to care about things because life. I mean, if you if you're gonna take on responsibility, then there's things that you have to solve.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know. So it's like you kind of have to be,
0: but you can kind of the,
1: the problem yeah. solver. Like I'd rather be the problem solver than like the, just the person that doesn't get affected by problems.
0: Not that, but you know, you tell yourself, okay, that happened, I'm good now. Now I'm good. Like that happened a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, but like you think I of I it, can like move on. Let you, me move on from this no.
1: Moment. But it's like you can't. Like not everything is. Sometimes you have to face some shit. You can't just move on from everything. It's like
0: yeah, you face it, and but you're you're but, supposed to face it in the moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you so sick of it my shit. Moment, but like, what happens? What happens if you lose? Like, what happens if, if it's too much to face in the moment? Your dad just died. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how do the fuck do you face that in the moment? You face that in the moment and you move on. Then you're in the next moment, halal. Everything is good. No, I mean, some yeah. shit hurts. Yeah,
0: that's and true. And some
1: shit sticks with you. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you get stabbed. You're not like, oh, well, that was in the past. Just move on from it. Mm-hmm. No, you fucking got stabbed, and it hurts still.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it's like, you have to face the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you get you get the treatment, you get that shit fixed, you get it sewed up, and then you move on. Yeah. It's like, you know, you you don't you don't just like I don't think you you're meant to just like look at a problem and be like, oh that's a problem, let me move on. It's like no, you walk to the problem, you look it in the eye, and yeah. you make it disappear. And then you you win. You win over the issues, you win over the problems, and you become strong. And that's how you become strong by constantly and that's how you become courageous too, is by constantly walking up to your fears and looking them right in the eyes and saying, you're not going to beat me. And then walk like watch them get out of your way. And you keep conquering them. Yeah. You conquer them. You're, and I then you become a conqueror. You become somebody that just like takes over. Somebody that no matter what happens, you can handle the situation because you've handled 10 situations prior to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. Like You can't just... Like, I think it's important to just actually face it and think about shit. And sometimes there's I have, like, shit from the past that I think about. And I'm just like, you know what? There's something to be learned from that. And I go and I learn something from it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So it's I think it's very, very... I think there's, there's a fine line. And that's why it's tough to just say, well, yeah. you have to be in the moment for everything.
0: No, I mean, yeah, there's, like, a lot to learn from that. like certainly. And I'm
1: sure, that's why I said I'm sure the guy's a very smart guy. Yeah. I'm sure that there's extensive research that he's done. But it's just like for me personally, like i I consider myself a very smart guy. Yeah. And I'm, you there, consider I, yourself a very smart girl and I consider of, you a yeah, very of Yeah, there's smart a girl. lot
0: of different methods. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that?
1: No, I'm just gonna talk. <laughs> talk. You know, talk.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different methods to
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> I'm trying keep talking, Yalla, خلاص.
0: I don't wanna talk anymore. No, <laughs>
1: You can't interrupt me. I just don't want to talk <laughs> there's anymore. There's
0: a lot of different, like, philosophies and different methods to, like, success and peace and all this stuff. A lot of, like, whatever works for you, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that there's, like, you take bits and pieces from everything. Yeah. And you just create, you know, your formula. True. You know, and I think that's important. I think, I think you have a huge influence on that, too. Like, you as an individual, I think you need to add your own spice into it. You know, like I think you can get all these pieces, but you have to be the glue that brings it all together. You know, like you have to add your own twist to it. You know, I think it's important because if you're just trying to like mop, like mimic a certain person, mm-hmm. then you're essentially gonna take on that person's life. That's true. it's like no, you gotta you live have to your take own. Take
0: on what they, yeah, what they're every, teaching, and take on other stuff too. Everybody
1: has everybody has their thing. Everybody has a gift. You know, it's about finding a way to share it preach yeah and with that being said
0: this is probably our longest podcast
1: yeah this one is actually very long we had a lot to say although we we're tired as heck
0: i know whenever i do these podcasts i always feel fired up
1: yeah no i feel fired up dude yeah. i feel fired up wow okay all right people thank you guys for listening and uh i hope you eat shit right.
0: what no JK. don't stop it yeah. hope you guys all have a wonderful day bye guys Wait. And hope you enjoyed our episode as well. Please comment, uh, uh, subscribe. Um, uh, what this else? This isn't people- YouTube, man. This no, a- they, they, they you can subscribe okay, on okay. Apple Podcasts. Okay. What else do people do on this? Uh, uh, post a review. It. Share on. Um, yeah. yeah. um Yeah. Uh, that's it. Okay. Bye.